Welcome to the Do Better podcast with your coach and host, me, Stevie Potter, helping you to go from feeling like a smashed packet of custard creams to being a superhuman. To find out where you are right now on the spectrum, go to our show notes and visit the Superhuman Scorecard and start changing your life today. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Do Better podcast. I hope you're well. Um, Bit of a funny old day today. It's been sunny and now it kind of looks misty and it was a bit like that this morning. Um, I am in a good mood, which is unusual of late, but kind of usual for the last week or so because I am feeling like I'm on the up. I'm back into training a little bit more or at least something that looks like training now. So getting a couple of bikes in, like a turbo session. I actually went outside on my bike yesterday, which is very, very exciting. So um I always record this on the Monday ahead of releasing it on the Friday. And so yesterday was Sunday and I went out on my bike for the first time, 45 minutes. I even drove to a spot so I could do this um, in a flat location um, as per coach's instructions because I've been very well behaved unlike me I know Um, but I have been very well behaved and freedom has come as a reward for that so well done me. Um, I hope you enjoyed last week's podcast on overwhelm. If you haven't listened to that already, go back and have a little listen. Um, If you did enjoy that, if you do want any more kind of tips and advice, um, I'm running a free webinar. Um, So it be a little workshop on taking control of overwhelm on Monday, the 27th of February. Um, I'm really excited about it because it's something that a lot of people have come up to me about, um, both existing clients and new clients. Um, who have approached me because of the burnout triad and the feelings that they've got around overwhelm. So it's something that's come up a lot and it's really nice that that's resonated with people because, you know, although I don't want people to feel overwhelmed, it's really nice that people are saying to me, this is a problem that I have because I can actually fix it. So um, I'll be running that as a free, like I say, free webinar. You'll be able to come along, um, work through kind of why overwhelm happens, what we can do about it. And hopefully you'll come away with some strategies to manage your own individual situation um, and how you can, you know, have some strategies to put into place in your own life that you can take away some of those um, feelings of overwhelm, hopefully. Um, This week, I want to tackle another section from the burnout triad, um, which is being overworked. Um, Now, overwork and overwhelm, if you kind of like, if you go and look things up on the internet, right? Overwhelm, being overworked, burnout, they all kind of like come up as the same thing. But when I created the burnout triad, I realized that they're actually, they're not, They're, they're different things entirely. And I don't think we should use them interchangeably. Now, overworking for me by definition is literally the act of focusing on whatever it is you do for work. So whatever it is that you do to make money is focusing too heavily on that and neglecting the other areas of your life. Now, a lot of people would call that work-life balance. I've got a bit of a bee in my bonnet about that. Now, I wrote a blog um, earlier this week um, about work-life balance and I kind of wrote it, published it. I actually think I might go back and change it because I don't like the term work-life balance. Why are we taking work as a separate entity to life? Like that just doesn't make any sense to me. Work is a massive part of life. And in fact, if you take the average person, how much time are you spending at work? Let's say you work nine to five, five days a week. How much time are you actually spending there? You're spending the majority of your life either asleep or at work. So why the hell are we treating it as though work is this like big negative part of life and it's, you know, it's completely separate and you just have to do it to make money. Whereas life is all the other stuff around that that you can enjoy and it's great. 
all you've done for yourself is create this horrible black and white picture where you must go to work and you must not enjoy it and it must be a horrible experience so that you can go out and enjoy yourself on the weekend. And I did a podcast about this, this kind of black and white thinking um, quite a while back now. And, you know, explored why it's really important that we don't have this black and white thinking around work and life because that's what leads to these kind of like binges on weekends when it comes to food and alcohol and like these behaviors that are maybe not conducive to progress and to change in terms of health and personal development and performance. So the first thing is, I think actually we need to take work not as a separate thing to life, but we just need to maybe rephrase it and talk about life balance. So is life balance a thing? Well, when you when you think about it like that, of course, life balance is a thing. Work-life balance, I don't think it is. We need to focus on the fact that society says, you know, you mustn't be too busy to do this and you must pay attention to yourself and you must pay attention to your family. But we kind of also lend this martyrdom to those people that, oh, they're devoting all their time to building their business. Aren't they a hard worker? And like, that's really great. But why do we value the hard worker so much? You know, if you're somebody that works smart and efficiently, so you're not putting in tons and tons of hours, but perhaps you've built systems and you make tons of money out of that. Why do people have less respect for you than if you go out and earn, you know, earn a living and you toil nine to five for the same money? Like why, why do people have less respect for the person that built things more easily and made life easier for themselves and earned the money? than the person who's just putting in hours and hours and hours and hasn't found a better way to do that. Like, let's be honest. Is it a jealousy thing? Because I think it is. I also think as a society, we are conditioned to believe that if you work harder, if you work longer, like you're a better person. And this is something that's possibly left over from industrial revolution and kind of trying to persuade people that, you know, part of the really positive Christian value is to toil all day and, you know, earn a crust for your family. And the more hours that you put in, the better of a person that you were. And that played into the hands of people who set up organizations who were reliant on this kind of like lower grade labor to just come in, do a job that they didn't enjoy. And I think perhaps that's where work-life balance has come from, is that work and life have just been torn apart because work is not something that people enjoy. But actually, we live in an era where we have so many opportunities for things that we can do. And even in, you know, jobs that we would traditionally think of as being uh, not that rewarding, you know, let's look at some of the cleaning organizations that are set up now. They're set up to help you to run your own business, to be flexible in your own hours, to enjoy what you do, to be able to give back in that sense. Um, There is no job out there that I believe where you can't find some kind of satisfaction in whatever job that you do. And I think that we should all be looking at that and saying, actually, if I'm going to spend so much time in my job, then I should be treating it as a massive part of my life, not as this thing that I just have to get through, because that is inherently at odds with the whole idea of trying to enjoy the process. You know, I sit here and I talk to people and I say, well, you know, you need to set goals. You need to have a big vision. You need to have a goal. But equally, you need to enjoy the process of getting there. Because if you're not enjoying the process, then what the heck is the point? Because your might your goal might be a very fleeting moment of joy. And then what happens? You fall off a cliff because you have nothing else, because you didn't enjoy the process. And you just look back and think, I've lost, you know, six months, a year, five years of my life because I haven't enjoyed the process. I've just been focusing on this one moment. And now it's happened. And guess what? It's an anticlimax. You speak to people who say, oh, I worked my whole life because I wanted to be a millionaire. And you ask them what happened when they suddenly had a million pounds in the bank or their net worth suddenly hit one million. They'll tell you nothing changed. They didn't feel any different. Nothing changed. This big moment they thought was going to change their life. Nothing changed. And that's why it's so important to enjoy the process of getting to wherever it is that you want to get to. And so 
we need to think about life balance in that sense as well. And so we need to think about all the different things that we want to achieve in our lives. And like I say, if we if we stop putting so much emphasis on work being a bad thing and life being a good thing, then maybe we'll stop trying to shoehorn in all these things that we think we need to enrich our lives. Because actually, if we're enriched by the work that we do, um, and that's just a part of life, then we feel less of a kind of gap and a chasm to fill outside of that. So we need to think about all the things that are a priority to us. You know, I've talked before about the importance of prioritization and goal setting in that sense. So we need to think about all of the things that we make a priority in our lives. And we need to think about how how much more we could enjoy those things if we literally were able to focus on those individual elements whilst we were immersed in them. So as an example of that, I love to produce the podcast because obviously I love talking. I don't know if any of you have got that by now, but I absolutely love Anatta, right? But I'm not sitting here checking my phone for messages, seeing if any clients have emailed me, seeing if anybody new prospective clients have emailed me, seeing if I've got any DMs on Instagram. I'm not checking replies to the newsletter. I'm not checking suggestions for future podcasts. I'm not looking at what I've got to do for the corporate side and any speaking events. I'm not looking at any of those things. I'm not playing with the dog. I'm not, you know, chatting to my partner whilst I'm here. I'm literally immersed in what I'm doing right now. And that means that what I can deliver to you is the best possible quality that I can give you because I'm focusing purely on you and what I can deliver to you. And when we talk about life balance, that's what we're talking about, in my opinion. We're talking about being immersed in the very thing that we've settled down to do at that moment in time, because that can give us joy and clarity. And that's how we enjoy the process. It's by being present in whatever it is that we're doing, because we've chosen to do that. So it's like hanging out with your kids. You know, how many of you feel like it would be so much better if I could hang out with my kids and I could put my phone down when I was with them? You know, it's just one of those classic cliche, you know, parenting moments that everyone wishes they could get away from, right? But that applies to other areas of your life as well. You know, if you go to the gym, how much nicer is it if you, you know, I know maybe you need to take your phone in there. We've all got our kind of fitness apps on there with the exercises on, blah, 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 blah. But how much more refreshing is it when you can go into the gym and you can just get on with your gym session, your training session, when you can focus wholly on what you're doing in there? I spoke recently in a blog about how I've got rid of Zwift because I felt like it was distracting me from being present and immersed in what I was trying to achieve in my training sessions. And actually, I quite like the suffering on a turbo trainer. You know, like, yes, I need some distraction from, if it's an easy session, I might put a film on or some TV, you know, at the moment, that's what I'm doing. If it's a harder session, then 90s or noughties club music all the way. Um, Personal preference, but obviously is the correct answer. Um... <laughs> But that is helping me to be immersed in the training session and really milk out the maximum that I can from what I want to get from that. And it's not necessarily about hitting the numbers or anything else. It's not necessarily about it being a suffer fest, but it's about me saying, what is the point of this training session? How am I going to get the most out of that? And how can I focus on that all the way through? And so when we look at life balance, like I say, it's about being present in each of those moments. We've chosen, you know, if we've done this properly, we've prioritized our time, We've chosen how we're going to spend our time. Life balance is then acknowledging the choice that we've made, acknowledging that we've chosen to spend time in that particular area and actually spending time in it and actually being present and executing the thing that we said we were going to do. And that gives you an immense sense of fulfillment and enjoyment. And it's so, so important. And it's something that, you know, we're all, oh, where's this thing of multitasking come from? Like, why has that become a thing? Well, it's not become a thing recently, 
But multitasking, where did that come from that anyone thought that was a really good idea? It's just not. You, multitasking just means doing loads of things badly and half assed Like, you need to not do multitasking. You need to do one thing at a time. You need to do it really fucking well. And that is that. Like, if you're trying to multitask on things, you're not giving it your all. And you think that you're doing a great job. Actually, everyone around you sees that you're doing a piss poor job. Okay? So I think that's kind of like, life balance is important because if you want to get the most fulfillment and you want to get the most out of life and you want to get the most out of the process, but also to get to a goal and say, yes, I absolutely smashed that and look back on it with fond memories and say, brilliant, I can now build on this and I can do something else because I enjoyed the process so much. And not feeling like you've fallen off the edge and going, I don't know what to do anymore because, you know, that was a process specifically aimed at that goal and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I immersed myself totally in that and I was obsessed with it. And now I don't have anything because I don't have that goal. And actually, I don't want to go back to that place because it wasn't very nice because I didn't enjoy the process. Like, that's pants. So I think life balance is all about enjoying the process. It's being present in the process. I don't think work-life balance is a thing. And I think certainly for me, I've realized in the job that I'm in how blurred the lines are between personal and professional life when it comes to coaching. And I don't think that's a a detriment to me. My clients understand that if I don't want to talk to them because I'm having myself time and Coach Stevie isn't present, then I'm just not replying to what they're saying. And I'll reply to that at a moment that is appropriate for me to give the right advice and to be in a coaching space. Equally, you know, some of these people are friends and whatever. And, you know, there's a paying coach client relationship, but there's also a friend relationship. And so it's acknowledging when the right time is to manage those things. And that's about me protecting my time. And that's not on anybody else. And so I think work and life can overlap a little bit. And depending on what you do, that can be more for some people than others. But equally, I love what I do and I wouldn't have that any other way. And actually I'm a better coach when I'm available in that sense, but it doesn't stress me out. And it doesn't burn me out. If you're in a job where those interactions do stress you out and you enjoy your job, but actually you need to step away from that. You know, I couldn't do the kind of be involved in the dental picture and be available to that seven days a week because it's too stressful. You know, there's a lot of critical decisions that need to be made. There's a lot of emotions to manage. It's not something that I can be involved in all of the time. So I think the whole work-life balance thing isn't really a thing. I think life balance is a thing. I think boundaries of work and everything else in life can be blurred depending on what you do. But as long as you acknowledge that actually it's the same for any of the priorities in your life, whether it be family, sport, business, whatever, that as long as you, yeah, you've got to set some boundaries to a certain extent, but those boundaries are when I'm in this space, I don't want to be disturbed by anything else, you know, other than like if I'm on the turbo and the house burns down. I'll probably move. But um, otherwise, I don't want to be disturbed. If you can do that, then you're going to enjoy the process a lot more. You're going to feel a lot more positive, a lot more fulfilled, and you're going to enjoy this process a lot more. It's not going to seem like a chore. Suddenly, it becomes easy. So that's my kind of view on life balance, overworking. You know, the overworking element is it's just spending too much time in that one element of life. And that is as simple as that. Um, it's just that because society has condoned it and said that it's a great way to, you know, it's a great excuse for you not to spend time doing other things and not achieve other goals. Oh, it's fine because you've been working on your business. Like we've just decided that it's okay. And yet we've got this whole, like this whole section of people who are just feeling completely rotten because they're just spending all their time chained to their desk because somehow that makes them a hero. Like it's just not true. So that's my kind of thoughts on overworking life balance, not work life balance because I don't think that's a thing. 
Um, and yeah, I think the way to achieve it is the same as anything. It's like, what are the big priorities? What are the goals? Segregate things, not in a way, not in a negative way, but be immersed in a task and enjoy it, I think is the way forward. Give your best to each and every task and stop fucking multitasking. Um, so don't forget, if this all sounds familiar, again, it's something that um, I'll be covering in terms of the overwhelm that we associate with this sort of things. When you've got lots of plates spinning and you've got loads on your plate and you just think, lots of plate analogies there. You just think you're being overwhelmed by things. Um, taking control of overwhelm happening Monday, the 27th of February. I'm looking forward to welcoming lots of you there. Um, the link to register for that is going to be in the show notes. Like I say, it's completely free. Um, and it would be great to almost see some of your faces. Like how cool would it be to see some of the listeners? Ah, not that I get to see your ears or anything, but it'll be really cool to see your faces and actually see some of the people that listen. Um, on that workshop. Um, and like I say, you'll be able to take away some strategies to manage your kind of busy, ambitious life and hopefully feel a bit more on top of things, a bit more positive, a bit more smiley. Um, not in a really cliched, flowery, kind of hearts and flowers way. But um, yeah, so that is going to be Monday, the 27th of February. Sign up in the show notes. Otherwise, have a great week. I hope this was helpful to you. If you've got any comments or feedback, um, then please let me know. And remember, please like and subscribe to the podcast because that does really help other people to kind of hear it and get the information. And that's really important because I am here to ultimately help everybody. Um, Well, not help everybody, but, you know, help all of the people that I can. And so it's really, it really makes my heart warm when you share it with your friends and family and I hear lots of positive stories coming back through my email inbox about people that you've shared this with and other advice that you've shared from Instagram and stuff like that so yeah keep sharing stuff if you want to see a change in the world you've got to be that change right I hate to finish on a cliche but that is where I'm going to leave it have a great week all thanks for listening to the do better podcast I hope you enjoyed the show You can connect with me and learn more about how you can become a happier, healthier and more successful superhuman by contacting me at steviepotter at thewonderclinic.co.uk, following Stevie's Wonder Clinic on Instagram and heading to our website thewonderclinic.co.uk. And you can get started on your journey today by completing the superhuman scorecard via the link in the show notes. I hope to see you all soon.